0: CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualia, Marvazon, the show powered by our friends over at betonline.ag. Once again, this is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia and Marvazon, a wild week in the divisional round this past weekend. Wild. Might have been the greatest weekend of football of all time.
1: That's, Every people, time. that's what people are saying.
0: When we thought, like, the the ending of the Bucks. And the Rams, like, first of all, shows the ineptitude of the Bucks. And I'm sorry. I think people forgot that Bruce Arians used to catch some heat for not really being a great head coach. The fact that on a must-have-it play, Cooper Cup got that wide open is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, a cover, a cover zero in that situation is not what you want to do. You
0: have a guy out there running around who's potentially—you know—he's not going to—he's not going to get it, obviously. But he's in conversation for the MVP potentially. Just like just his name's been floated out there, and he gets that wide open? Are you kidding? That would have never happened in a Bill Belichick defense. I'm just saying, unless it's run by Steve Bel—Steve Belichick. That's a totally different story. Uh, and then we move on to what literally might have been. A top five greatest game of all time. I still think the greatest game of all time, at least that I've ever seen, is the Patriots-Seahawks-Super Bowl game. Uh, But,
1: oh, my God. The Bills and the Chiefs game was unbelievable. Wild. Wild. Beautiful. And I didn't even watch the first half of that game. I watched – I got the second half. (laughs) And the second half was the – it was a track meet. It was the craziest half of football I've ever watched.
0: So the the over, the over total points was, I think when the game started, it might have might have gotten to 55, but it was at least at 54 and a half. And for like, it's the Bills and the Chiefs, and for a good chunk of that, you're like, okay, this game's or, or early. Like before the game, you're like, okay, no way this doesn't go over. Last time these guys played each other, it was a high-scoring game that really kind of slowed down. And that one should have gone over. This one, it was looking like it wasn't going to go over. And then the last two minutes of the game was unbelievable. The fact, you know, a lot of Patriots fans have a tough time admitting how good Patrick Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. The fact that they had 13 seconds and that was enough time to get him in field goal range. Crazy. That shouldn't even, honest to God, even if, We had prime Tom Brady still. You see 13 seconds up on the clock. You're like, okay, there's no way. They're not going to get up there.
1: 31 teams were going to lose to the Bills. Yes. And the one team that wasn't was going to be Kansas City Chiefs. It was
0: unbelievable. And just the fact, too, like it came down to, I think the the tying, correct me if I'm wrong, but to, to send it to overtime, Harrison Butker had to make the kick. And Harrison Butker wasn't having a good night.
1: Yeah, he, he, already he missed had missed two kicks. He had, he had missed them, yep.
0: So when you see him going out there, and he's been one of the most reliable kickers over the past couple of years, when you see him going out there after missing two kicks already on the night, you're like, okay, well, this isn't a given. And he he nailed it right down the middle.
1: You oh, Once he know. made it, once it was going overtime, you just kind of knew Kansas City was going to win that toss. And you once they won the toss, you knew it was over. It was, it was it was a done deal. You know, now the talks are going to be about should they change the overtime rule here? So then, thank this you and for that. saying
0: that because I was just going to ask you, what are your thoughts on the overtime rules? Because, I we've you know, conversation was obviously hot after, just like when the Patriots beat the Chiefs in overtime in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago in Kansas City on Tom Brady's amazing drive. Yeah. Kansas City fans and the players were kind of pissy about the rules then.
1: I, here's now. my thought. In the regular season, I like the rule. I like the rule, and then in the regular season, if you look at it, the split is really 50 50 On like, if you win the toss, you're gonna win the game. It's it's not a guarantee. Compared to in the playoffs with this new rule, what is it ten to one that the the team that wins it, pretty much wins it all. I mean so you could say that due to due to the regular season I guess teams just tighten up in the playoffs and are not able to stop the opposing offenses but in the playoffs I think both both teams should touch the ball at least once. See I I, think-
0: I agree I think they could change and it's not crazy to change the rules in in the in the playoffs because like look at the NHL that's that's exactly what they do in the NHL regular season you'll go to a shootout. The playoffs you don't the playoffs, you play until it's over. And that game, like we – I'm going to give you my my thoughts on overtime rules in a second, but, you know, the that game was going in the way where you knew whoever got the toss, well, even if it was the Bills. Whoever got the toss, they were going to win that game. That whole game in the Bills' season essentially came down to a coin flip.
1: So here's a, here's a crazy scenario. What if in the playoffs, right? The first team that scores, if it takes them ten plays to score a touchdown, the opposing team has to score in ten plays or less.
0: So, the, <laughs> so they have to match it.
1: They have that to match it. That would be unbelievable. So if, that would be unreal. So, if Kansas, so if Kansas City scored in four plays, in order to to continue the game, you have to score in four plays. Well, you know and what? If I think you don't obvious? match, if you don't match them, then it's game over. You know what I think the problem is with like with rules though
0: in the NFL, it's like so baseball this year, the MLB, they are going to be using robot umps, which we've been calling for forever because these old ass umpires they they can't call a strike, and they they ruin playoff games, they ruin regular season games. They're testing robot umps this year in AAA, so the 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 league directly below the
1: MLB. I'm not a fan of that though, Nick. I'm gonna be honest. Robot umps. I. I like the human element of sports. Listen, I like the human element too. But
0: next time Angel Hernandez calls a strike three feet outside,
1: i like, lose but part, my mind. It's part, of, it's part of the game, man. It's part of the game. I don't want. I don't want artificial things starting to rule the game. I don't think. I genuinely don't think baseball is ever
0: going to actually go to it in the majors. I think. I, hope not. I think. I think like. Baseball and the NFL, I think they both have to go younger with the officials. Some of these guys, they trot out there; they're old. I don't. They there's no way these guys can see clearly at this point. They're old. They're a little chunky. Get these. Listen, I know they've had their problems too, but I like the way the NHL does it. These most of these guys are. are actually, I don't even know if this is true. So I might be wrong on this, but I feel like a lot of these guys are old players. They've all got an attitude they'll talk their crap when they need to and and they're they're generally fit like when you don't really see overly big nhl referees they're all fit they're all healthy they they all seem sharp i think that's what we need in these other sports but you know we're we're totally off topic here what
1: i was going to say about but the I, overtime I, I feel that too though cuz maybe if dallas had a younger ref they might have saved themselves a second no for real Honestly, you know, you know, and then that ref wasn't supposed to be finagling with that football. All you had to do was touch it and get the hell out the way. And there have
0: been plenty of scenarios, too, where, you know, people started tweeting out the videos. There have been plenty of scenarios on a, on a hurry up where the ref never touched the football and it wasn't a problem.
1: So I that, that I didn't, I haven't seen those videos, but damn,
0: I think it was an Aaron Rodgers video specifically. And he's a hot topic of right course, now over the past course, couple of weeks. Of course,
1: it's an Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. But no, going going back to the overtime rules, I do get the aspect from the defensive side because I've heard a lot of defensive players say this. Like AJ Hawk has said this on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, Darius Butler said this on the Pat McAfee show, and I, I agree with this. Stop them. Like if you want to win the game, wanna, yeah. stop them.
1: I'm not opposed to that. Like I don't. I'm not ham- hampering for a new rule change because it's proven in the regular season that. That's not guaranteed. If you if you um if you win the toss, you're gonna win the game. Obviously, once the the lights get a little bright in the playoffs, teams haven't been able to stop it. Yeah. It's obviously more intense. Your defense is more worn out in the playoffs. But if they change the rule, I'm okay with it. If they don't, I'm still I'm still alright because if they change the rule, they got to make it perfect, and it's impossible oh, to make minute. this thing perfect.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's never gonna be perfect. The referees this year, though, just seemed just so bad. I know we're not talking about the referees anymore, but I'm, I'm stuck on them now. The referees this year just seemed so bad. I don't know what it is. I get full time referees, um, but anyway, we do have a main topic of the show tonight that we wanted to talk about. We do. To- After what we saw this weekend, listen. To- at one point in the season, the Patriots were the AFC favorites. You
1: got to let it go. They were to your To go to favorites. the Super Bowl. They were, they were your the, favorites.
0: They No, they were the betting favorite to go to the I Super told, Bowl.
1: I was on the show with you. And I think it was just you and me when we were on the show. And you wanted to talk Super Bowl. And what did I tell you, Nick?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was.
1: I was like, Nick, <laughs> chill out. I can't. I can't help myself.
0: I got excited. But after what we saw this weekend and – even going back to the weekend before when the bills beat the piss out of the Patriots. The main question is how far away are the Patriots from really contending in the AFC? Because it's not just the bills and the chiefs, you know, the Titans, depending on how they do, I think they're, they're still a very solid team. They probably should have won this past weekend. Joey Burrow got sacked nine times and the Bengals still won the game, but that's another team. The Bengals show up that offensive line. That's a solid team in Cincinnati. And then you look at the Patriots, there's a good amount of work that has to get done. So, Marv, that's the main question. How far away are the Patriots from being legitimate contenders again in the AFC? Now think on that real quick because, guys, we have talking about our friends over at BetOnline.ag, the best in the betting business. Guys, BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for, for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So again, Marf, how far are the Patriots from being considered legitimate AFC contenders?
1: If you were paying attention these playoffs and you were a Patriots fan, a Patriots coach, a Patriots player. You watch that the, these games, these past playoffs in the AFC, and you say, "Yeah, this this wasn't going to be our year, no matter what." We just don't have the weapons. Patriots don't have the weapons to compete with the firepower that was displayed these past two weeks in the playoffs. Unless you were you were going to fall into a bad coached. Tennessee Titans game against the Cincinnati Bengals or maybe the Las Vegas Raiders, you weren't competing in these playoffs, man. If you look at the AFC between Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, quarterbacks with great arms and great weapons, elite weapons, all, th- all three of them have elite weapons that put up points in bunches. You, you know, know they all usually- have? I'm sorry, yeah. they will have
0: an elite number one
1: weapon. Yeah.
0: Patrick Mahomes been, has like four,
1: but. And all three of all three of their elite weapons put on a show, except for Stefan Diggs. It was just Josh Allen who just went crazy, and he found Gabriel Davis for four touchdowns, which is unfortunate. That's, that's going to get forgetted, forgotten in history that Gabriel Davis went off and got four it, touchdowns. Dude,
0: it was unbelievable. Are you drafting him next year in fantasy? Like, did he put up that kind of performance?
1: Yeah. Of course he's getting drafted. Double digit rounds, but he's getting drafted.
0: You think? Cause he there were points this year was to find digs dried up.
1: Gabriel Davis getting drafted. I don't know where, but I, I don't think, think he's gonna I be... think
0: it's gonna be in the top eight. Top eight okay, rounds. I guess, not top okay, eight I
1: guess, yeah, I can see that top eight rounds. Maybe I'm maybe I'm exaggerating with um double digits. But yeah, Patriots Patriots don't measure up right now. Um, when you when you watch what the elite talent that's being displayed, and then you gotta think about it. Joe Burrow's not um not Burrow, excuse me. Oh, why am I blanking on his name? Chargers Herbert. Justin, Justin Herbert wasn't wasn't in the playoffs either. And he's got some weapons as well. And their offense goes nuts. So if it wasn't for their coach calling timeout, that's another team. I don't know if you, in the playoff setting, the way they were putting up points, you'll be able to. The Patriots, the end of the season, were not able to put up points. They were not able to be in a shootout. And that's what it's going to be now in 2022 football, 2023. is no longer a defensive game where you can win in the playoffs 13 to 10 and grind it out for three games. You can probably get that one in a series, but... Three games, there's going to be a game where you need to put up 30. And right now, the Patriots aren't able to do that.
0: Yeah, no, For you, you need to put up 30 points. Especially, yeah, like you like you mentioned, up against these teams that just have unbelievable weapons. You look around the Kansas City Chiefs, even even the big, like you, you obviously know Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, but then even, even Hardman. I mean, that man is fast. Pringle. Pringle.
1: Uh, that man is fast. McKinnon.
0: <laughs> where did he... <laughs>
1: Why is he all of a sudden so good? Like it's it's crazy <laughs> how many weapons Kansas City Chiefs have, and their defense got good this year. They got better.
0: I don't know they're gonna be they're gonna be so tough to beat for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the way. But, but
1: but I hope my fault Nick to cut you off. No, but I hope that you know the Patriots coaches, aka Bill Belichick, saw this and was like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way we can put up the same team that we did before and think that we can compete deep into the playoffs. I think, because last year, you know, Bill probably could
0: have looked at the team and said, okay, well, my quarterback sucked. A lot of people like to put it on the weapons, but then we saw this year Cam Newton just wasn't good anymore. Like, sorry, that's just that's just the fact. He just wasn't good anymore. He he didn't have the weapons either. He probably would have been a little better with the Patriots, but he just wasn't good anymore. So that could have been his excuse mentally. You bring in your guy, Mac Jones, who we think, you know, I, I think he will be a guy in the AFC. So, and he's gonna he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be a very good quarterback for you going down the line. But we talked about this on last week's show. Bill should have looked at this AFC round, this divisional round last weekend. And like you said been like we we need to change something because we're not going to compete the way that we're built right now you look at these other teams and they just have weapons you look at the patriots and they have weapons where if you took a tom brady a couple years ago you're probably still in it you're probably in the afc championship game you got two tight ends two solid tight ends you got some solid receivers like that's that's where tom brady elevates those players but your quarterback isn't Tom Brady anymore. It's Mac Jones, and who knows what his ceiling is? He doesn't have a strong arm. He's he was a rookie this year. You don't know what his ceiling is. So if you want to compete, Marv, I'm telling you, I better see Calvin Ridley in a Patriots uniform
1: next season, because <laughs> if you I don't, heard his name heard his, is he. But his is his he, he still around.
0: viable? Is he still good?
1: I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Calvin Ridley, we know at least is still good, right? Michael Thomas, I feel like he's been a disappointment, especially in the fantasy world, because we love our fantasy. He's been a disappointment the past few years. But get me a Calvin Ridley. Maybe draft... Don't... uh, No, don't draft somebody. It's...
1: Mike Williams.
0: Mike Williams. You can make... You can make some legitimate upgrades. Nelson Aguilar should not be your top guy on the outside. He just shouldn't. You should get somebody like Calvin Ridley. And if you do that, that's a totally different game... A totally different story. And You upgrade the defense.
1: And you still I still think you have a sleeping monster with John Smith. I do, too.
0: We we know how talented he is. He just for whatever reason, he just couldn't get it going this year. But, uh, you know, as as far as it goes with the with the main question of the night, like how far off are they?
1: I think they're two years. I think you need to know what you have with Mac Jones.
0: I think third year really settled in Mac Jones. That's the team. If you have the weapons around him, if you have a team that's built around him, that's the case. Then I think you do have a team that can compete. If it's going to be next year, you have to make some serious moves. Like you have to get a Calvin Ridley. You have to really upgrade the defense and get younger and get faster. Get guys who are not going to wear down by the end of the year. Cause now we've seen that twice over the past three years, last year, I don't really count, but Tom Brady's final year, the boogeyman, That team was a wagon, defensively, for like eight, nine years. I mean, eight, nine weeks. And then they just slowed down. Kind of the same thing that happened this year. Wagons, and then they just slowed down. I still want to know if Matt Judon had an injury because he just disappeared.
1: Gone. I mean, you're talking about those linebackers and the boogeyman, Free agents. Hightower's a free agent. I believe hightower has got to retire. I believe Bentley's a free agent. I think um Collins is a free agent. Like it's time to just revamp that whole that whole system of linebackers.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know how much money he can spend this year, but Bill's gotta spend some money defensively.
1: The the thing is about the money being spent, the majority of that money, if they pay JC Jackson, is gonna be gone. Once you pay JC Jackson, which I think you sh- you need to do, especially in the AFC.
0: Oh yeah, what do you what, who 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 are you gonna put back there?
1: And but the thing is, JC Jackson's an A corner, except when he faces the Buffalo Bills. And who do you see the <laughs> most in the AFC? The damn Buffalo Bills.
0: You know what? So I love JC Jackson. I do, but I see him as. Like I like I loved the combination of Stefan Gilmore and JC Jackson next to each other. Because Stephon Gilmore is like that high tier A cornerback. Yeah, JC course. Jackson, he's definitely in the A tier, but it's lower than that. So like that that connection right there was perfect. You at least need to put somebody next to him that you can also fully trust. Yeah. You know? Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully they can do it because I want to go back to winning because everybody else stinks. Although the Celtics are putting it together.
1: Mm, let's not, let's, let's not get too funky now.
0: No, you know, my thoughts on the Celtics, man. Those guys, yeah, I mean
1: they might, they might've, they might, I know it's not a Celtics podcast, but they might've passed on their bad juju to Washington. I don't know if you saw what happened to Washington and they blew a 35 point lead, but ever since the Celtics beat them, things have been a little different with us.
0: I, I, I want Jalen Jason to be able to work and they, they worked last night. I'm a huge Jalen Brown guy. He's my favorite player, probably in the league. I love Jalen Brown. I just need these two to work because it's, I'm so tired of the same conversation every week. Can Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown play together? Stop making the headlines. They're going to stay together.
1: I don't think the team's going to split them up, but Hey, this is the Patriots show. (laughs) <laughs> I mean when the pictures are off when the pictures are off, man, we, we have a little leeway. We could talk a little other sports. Real One real quick. Point. Go ahead. So I was gonna say
0: before we wrap up, who's uh who wins this weekend? So
1: we got 49ers.
0: Weekend, 49ers, Rams, I'm, Chiefs, Bengals. I'm going with
1: my heart. I'm not going with my head. Bengals against the Rams. Let's go, Joe Burrow, baby. See,
0: I'm picking the Bengals too. They, they <laughs> Let's beat, go they beat the Chiefs before the playoffs started.
1: Listen, man, I had the, I had, I had the. If you guys go back to other podcasts, I had the Bengals winning. So I'm gonna keep riding that rave, and having the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl, and then. That Jimmy Garoppolo luck, whatever luck he got from Tom Brady that's rubbed off on him, that that that, that shit ends now. He is putrid. I'm picking the 49ers in the AFC. <laughs> like, and they could win. The 49ers could win, but it's that Jimmy defense. Garoppolo, they don't go away. Jimmy Garoppolo makes and it's it happens every week. It doesn't fail. He'll make two boneheaded plays that will cost him the team, but yet they find a way to win. Now, here's my question. If you're the
0: Colts and you have the option, who do you take, Carson Wentz or Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: What's the difference?
0: <laughs> well, one of them doesn't run around and break his ankles
1: every, every three plays in Carson Wentz. They both but Jimmy gets, Garoppolo both, gets hurt every game. So. Yeah, so that's what I'm asking. What's the difference? They're both injury-prone. They both got talent. I think if you look at talent-wise, Carson Wentz more talented of a thrower than Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: But I think Jimmy makes less bonehead plays.
1: Uh, I don't know, man. Jimmy makes some boneheaded plays.
0: But you know what Jimmy's good at? We've seen it now for the past couple of years.
1: Oh, He's hand gonna... the ball. <laughs> <They're> bo- <laughs> What's the difference? That's a that's a good poll. That's a great question because I honestly don't know if you put – okay, now that i thought about it, if I put Carson Wentz <laughs> with the 49ers. I don't know if they're making it.
0: No, I know. I don't think they are.
1: Yeah, you're right. You got that. You got that.
0: I think Jimmy's safer. But he also yeah. gets hurt all the time, so I don't know. I don't know. Let's wrap it up. Was
1: my, here was my last point. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think the Patriots really missed – it's not like no hot take or anything, but the Patriots really missed James White. Um, <laughs> I, not I, say, I
0: think the Patriots really missed Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> but they missed they missed James White in um in the end of this year, just when the pressure started to get to Mac, there was no one he could dump the ball off to. Yeah. And that was huge for Tom Brady in, in the years when he had an Edelman and he had a James White. Um, they didn't have any of that this year at all. Pressure came in. Mac didn't know who to throw to. He would try to force the ball into Hunter Henry or J- Jacoby Myers.
0: Yeah, he was throwing it to people who weren't open. Yeah, it became it became a problem. Yeah, you know you're right. If is, is James White coming back?
1: I believe so. He's he's gonna be thirty.
0: I feel like he's so old. Yeah, he's but thirty he's, for running backs. Pretty old at this point.
1: He, he'll be old. he'll be all right. He'll be serviceable.
0: All right, bring him back in. Get a vet. Bring a veteran back in. All right. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualley and Marvazan. Mike Molina will be back. Next week, I think. I don't know. Probably. Again, Nick Qualia, Marv Zahn, the show presented by our friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening. Peace.